Welcome to Let's Talk About Birth, our podcast about everything birth-related from the perspective of me, Ashley Carver, and my husband. Taylor Carver. (laughs) We are here today in rainy Sedona, Arizona, sitting in our closet, ready to talk about... uh, Some birth stuff. Yeah. So our topic today is um, the partner of a pregnant woman, pregnant person, adjusting to being not the quote-unquote only child after the baby is born, the first baby, or even the second or subsequent babies. So yeah, for our experience with this, um, I can't really remember many details from immediately after our first kid was born, but I do know that after our second kid was born, you were definitely... um, more uh helpful and less like i I don't want to say whiny but you know i think there's an adaptation that men have to go through you know Mm -hmm. how women go through this transformation from like maiden to mother right men go through i don't know what the archetype names are for men but like they go through a transformation from boy to man i guess and from like yeah man to father single Mm -hmm. man from to father yeah so what are your thoughts about this topic and how do you feel about uh your experience and how it relates to perhaps the experience that other men might be having as they transition um i guess for me i didn't really know that this was going to be something that I had to, you know, deal with, or I think that I didn't, like, I didn't feel like, you know, like you said, a child or whatever before. Right. And so I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's like, you know, uh, when you're with a woman, you're the child and they're the but it's you do get more attention. Yeah, I guess maybe we should clarify too what we're talking about. Like for me specifically, when I'm talking about this topic of um, the man going from the quote unquote only child, mm-hmm. I mean like when a man, or I guess I should say partner, when a, two people are in a relationship, um, usually there's like, you know, if there is a woman and a man, then the woman is the one who takes care of the man. If they're same-sex partner, there might be someone who takes care of the other person a little bit more. Yeah. And so when there's a baby that comes and the partner is not the one that is being taken care of and has to start taking care of himself more often or herself more often, Yeah. then that's the transition that I'm talking about. But just for people's knowledge that might not y- yeah, understand but it's what I'm talking about. Not just that, though. You didn't, like, take care of me like I was a baby or whatever. No, I'm not suggesting that I did. What it's about is about energy to even just show a little bit of affection, like, 
you know, cuddling, like, you know, that it's not just taking care of, it's like going from, oh, I can go and hug my wife and kiss her and have her kiss me and have it be a, feel like I'm getting some uh, affection or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Versus, like, when we had Mazzy, I mean, there was, like, not really a lot of that coming my way. So not just, Mm -hmm. like... That's, I encompass that in, like, taking care of. Yeah, well, it should be clarified. Exactly. Like, because it's not just, like, oh, like, because when I think of taking care of, I think of, like, you make me food and you pick out an outfit for me no, or something like, like, you know, you know, physical, emotional. Yeah. Needs. Okay. Yeah. So all that we're okay. Yeah. Now we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Uh, yeah. Um, so how did it feel for you after our first baby Mazzy compared to after our second baby chosen? Uh, well, you know, the first baby with, with Mazzy, um, well, first and foremost, that was a lot tougher of a postpartum for you. And you were basically just, like, feel like trying to survive, almost. Like, and it was, like, you and Mazzy, and and that was it. And I was down for that, because that's what needed to happen at that point in time. But it was definitely, like, I was... You guys were in your world, mm-hmm. and then, like, I was in my world having to you know, uh, help myself and, you know, try to help you guys more, Mm -hmm. uh, with not as much, uh, I was like the last in line kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, it was like Mazzy got the most energy and attention and then, well, you, I'm not saying you got more attention than, but I was trying to help you. You had a way tougher time. I'm not, I'm like, hopefully saying this okay. But, uh, but then here I am at the end of the totem pole or whatever, end of the line without someone, uh, you know, trying to help me deal with these things is kind of, I guess, how, um, it felt, uh, so, obviously, I feel like you developed some tools to help yourself go through that process yeah. between our Alcoholism, first... Alcoholism, <laughs> um, addiction first, to food. No, our first and second kid. Um, so, how do you feel like... What do you feel like those tools were and are? And how do you feel like the experience was different with our second I guess, I don't really know, like, I feel like, um, for Mazzy's, uh, postpartum, you know, with you guys, I don't think I, like, really, like, had tools, I just kind of, like, survived it, you know? Yeah, but I'm Same saying thing as you. you developed tools, apparently, because after Chosen, after it. Yeah. it was completely different for you. I for think us. just being, just going through it mm-hmm. one time before, 
And because it's for the first time you do something like giving birth, like, you know, whatever, anything, starting a new job, anything, the first time you do it is so much more difficult. So it was just knowing what to expect. Knowing what to expect and having been through it. Mm -hmm. And, and I guess just kind of like, you know, realizing my role, I guess, you know, because yeah, like before, like I didn't do any laundry. I didn't do any, I didn't do like, I just worked and made money and that was it, you know? Um, so I guess... I just realized that I had more responsibilities, that, that that they were mine, that I, you know, so I just did them, uh, I guess, just kind of realizing what I had to do in order for all of us to survive and thrive. Yeah. Yeah. From my perspective, it does feel like it was a much more pleasant experience after our second, partially because of you and your um, con contributions in other areas. Like, right. you were hanging out with Mazzy, you were doing a load of laundry and, like, dishes and figuring out dinner and... Even though I didn't make your postpartum prep meals? You didn't make my postpartum prep meals? Remember, you, you gave me a list. Oh, yeah, I gave you him. You said that. I made a you huge... mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I made a huge list for him. Like, these are the foods that you can make for for yourself and for Mazzy. And this is the recipes. And he didn't do any of them. <laughs> um, these are the activities you guys can do. Not much, not many of those either. But anyway. Um, we did other activities. Yeah. Not like... And so, yeah, I think part of the reason why my postpartum with Chosen was so much better is because I had more confidence in your ability to do those things because mm -hmm. I had seen you do them before. And also you were just more like, I feel like with Mazzy, our first, I do feel like it was just her, she and I in our little world, like out of necessity, I mm -hmm. guess, like that's how it had to be. But after our second, I feel like you interjected yourself more and involved yourself more. Yeah, because like I didn't you want wanted, to be... Right. You wanted to be more involved, and I yeah. appreciated that, too. Yeah. You wanted to, like, hold the baby more, and, like, yeah. even if the baby was crying, you didn't, like, pass him right back off right. to me. You, like, figured it out, and I feel like, yeah, yeah that was a big part, too. Because I... Yeah, and I also just... Because, I mean, Mazzy and I have a, a great relationship, but... I feel like Mazzy and I didn't really start to, like, form a real relationship until, like, you know, she was six months old or, you know, maybe older, somewhere. But it was a while, you know, it was yeah. like, in the beginning, it was like, yeah, I would lay there and we would, you know, hang out and, and stuff, but there wasn't, like, a deep connection right. it was like yeah. you guys it was like 90 10 right you you yeah. were like 90 percent of uh of of what she knew um, yeah and I think part of that too was there's a couple things is that I just didn't feel comfortable like 
asking for help and relinquishing that quote unquote control over like her experience with her parent. Right. And I didn't, I also didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. Inter, you know, confident enough to interject myself and be like, actually I can do this. Yeah. I was almost like, I don't, I don't think I can do that. Right. Yeah. You got a lot more confident. Yeah. So, yeah, that was cool. But um, (laughs) what do you think partners can do during a pregnancy to work on this within themselves before the baby comes? Like, I don't think you can totally prepare 100%. Mm -hmm. But if you have this idea in your mind, like, oh, yeah, after the baby comes, I'm not going to be the top priority or even Mm -hmm. the second top priority. How can I, like, help myself prepare? I think just basically what you said. I think that with everything, um, awareness is key. Like if you know that that's what's going to happen, then you're going to be way more... You're, you, as, as it's happening, you're going to be like, oh, okay, this is, that this is totally normal. Um, and you're going to be able to deal with it a lot better where I think people get in trouble. And this is with like really anything in life is when something's happening. Like for example, you know, like, uh, you have a baby and, uh, you start to lose attention. You don't think of it in that way. Like, Oh, we had a baby. Uh, I'm not going to be getting as much attention or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, you don't think about it in the moment. Yeah. You don't you're not th- prepared. Yeah. You don't think about it in the moment. Um, and you're not thinking about it, you know, critically, um, about, uh, what's happening. Um, so if you're aware of it, I think you're going to be a lot just that awareness alone is going to really help you deal with with that. Just being aware that this is a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to know, just like when you're giving birth, like, okay, this is transition. Like, this is, you know, like when you gave birth with Chosen, you knew exactly what was happening, when it was happening. Like, ah, this really hurts. But because you knew that that was, what is it? Transition? Is that what it's called? Uh, The ring of fire? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And it's like, oh my God, this is intense. But you're like, okay, this is the ring of fire. This is totally normal. This is what every woman that's giving birth uh, experiences. You're able to really like cope with it. Versus like, if you didn't know about things that happen during birth, you would just be like, oh my God, I'm dying. You know, you don't know what it is, so you've never experienced, for something you never experienced, and it's super intense, so the same thing goes for um, this kind of experience, uh, when you um, are a partner uh, of someone who's having their uh, first baby. Um, If you're just aware of of that, I think it's going to be, that alone is going to really help you. And everyone copes with it differently. Everyone has their own things that they do. And the other thing is that it's not permanent. So 
that was the other thing, you know, with, with us, you know, that, uh, that when I, when I was in the moment, I was just like, oh, this is just the new us. That's really what I thought. I was like, okay, this is just going to be how we are, uh, you know, and I was just kind of like thinking about having to be that way for <laughs> the rest of our lives, you know, mm -hmm. but you know, if I would have known ahead of time, like, okay, a postpartum is, uh, a short, well, not a short term thing. It could last, you know, a couple of years like it did with you and I. Um, but that, and obviously some of the effects are lifelong, but, um, in general, this is something that is a temporary thing. Um, and that, you know, you're going to get through it. Um, eventually I think that would help, would have helped me a lot. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And also I think maybe thinking of ways ahead of time, um, that you can bond and connect with your partner mm -hmm. after the baby is born or p planning ahead of time, even for like a babysitter or a family member to come over for like an hour once a week or something, you know, like, uh, in some childbirth education classes that we teach, we talk about, um, just naked time, you know, like even if the mom isn't feeling like she can give to anyone else because she's yeah. already giving to the baby and trying to like maintain herself, you know, yeah, you can have like naked time together. We're just naked in the bed or wherever touching or not touching, looking into each other's eyes or not, you know, it's just like, you can figure out other ways of like, I want naked time. Yeah, we should have naked time. I want naked time right now. <laughs> we should. It's uh, a great idea. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there are other ways of fostering an intimate connection, mm -hmm. even if you're not being like penetrative. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, even if you're not like having sex, yeah, you can be intimate with each other in other ways. I like ways. that word. Penetrative. Penetrative. That's a very uh, <laughs> scientific. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, I think from a woman's perspective, just you Here know, we go. being prepared ahead of time that, yeah, your partner might have a hard time transitioning from, you know, whatever you want to call it, boy to man or man to like dad, you know? Um, yeah. and just keeping it in mind and being gentle with everyone, gentle with yourself, gentle with your partner. Mm -hmm. I know it's really easy. At least it was for me during postpartum to like think of all the things that I wished were being done differently, you know, like kind of easy to slip into that, like, uh, mindset of, you know, everything, woe is me, everything is not how it should be, but, um, reframing your mind about, you know, what your partner is going through and, uh, thinking of things in a positive way, like instead of being like, oh my God, he's just like in his office or like away at work all the time and he's not here helping us and supporting us I, he needs to be here I wish he was here like yeah of course you wish your partner was helping you and more supportive but you can also kind of reframe your mind and be like you know what he's coping how he knows how to cope maybe he feels like he doesn't know what to do here so that's why he's working more or maybe um 
it's a good thing that he's working more because then we'll have more money to do the things that we really want once this postpartum period is over and we can like, you know, do whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I think from a woman's perspective, those things might be helpful in order to navigate the transition postpartum because I think a lot of people don't even plan or realize for like, yeah, like we talked about that it's just not talked about. Yeah. And you don't just like throws, have a baby and then go live the life like yeah. you were before. <laughs> it throws everyone off and everyone has to like recalibrate and adjust and figure out how to live mm -hmm. in a new way. And knowing about it ahead of time, like you said, is important. Mm -hmm. So do you have anything else that you think um, people could do maybe in the moment when they're feeling these things, like as a man or a partner, like, you know, what if the guy is feeling like helpless or mad or any of the other reactions that a person might feel like when they're going through this experience? Like, how can they hmm. help themselves or get back into like a different mind fr mindset that might be more like conducive to... I don't know. I guess just kind of also realizing that whatever you're going through is a fraction of what your partner is going through. Not that it's like a, you know, doesn't make, doesn't make what you're going through as the partner insignificant because of, but it helps to just be like, Put we're both in perspective. yeah put things in perspective and that you guys are going through this together you know and it's not a me versus you kind of thing it's like you guys are both in it together and you can help each other mm -hmm. and also i found that uh i mean in just in general i think that humans feel good about themselves when they do things for other people mm -hmm. so that you know works for everyone you know it's like I uh, when I would help with you uh, you know with chosen uh, our second child um, that would make me feel good like I wanted to do that you know um, and that made me feel good and it all, I could, I've felt you feeling differently about me, yeah. which also felt good for me. And also obviously, like you said, you felt better about, so it's just kind of this Psycho. positive energy feedback loop or a peffle, if you will. <laughs> yeah. I think as a new mom, there's probably like nothing that's sexier or like better than seeing your partner do something for you or for the baby yeah. or like just kind of like take control of the situation, not take control, but oh, just like, no. yep, yep. just you figure like it, it out, figure it out, you know, and like do what needs to be done and like do yeah. it with a smile on your face. Do it with a fucking smile on your face. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's hot. So yeah. That the other makes day everyone I was, feel better. Yeah. I always laugh when you... The other day I was like uh, sweeping with a broom. Oh, yeah. And uh, and you're like... You're like looking at me. And I just like look over. I'm just like... 
what? It's like, and you're like, that's hot. <laughs> like, not even joking. You're, you were yeah. like, that's hot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, this is I mean, easy. Take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, it's easy to be sexy when you're 34, I guess. <laughs> but all I got to do is pick up a broom and do a little cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be penetrative. Pen what is what is penetrative? <laughs> penetrative. Um so yeah. I think yeah, I think that's a good topic and I think it's good to be prepared ahead of time and with regards to what you're talking about about the positive energy feedback loop and like you, you feeling better and good because you're helping someone else feel better and good like mm -hmm. that's scientifically proven like uh, yeah I mean that raises your when you do something nice I know. for someone else it raises your oxytocin level yeah and if you can kind of do all of the things that raise all of the oxytocin levels mm -hmm. after birth then it makes everything that much more like dreamy and like right. awesome you yeah. know like giving hugs without expecting anything in return or like mm -hmm. giving doing something nice you know, for someone else, like you said, or, you know, making someone a meal and eating it with them. Like, those are all things yeah. that raise, like, scientifically have been shown to raise yeah. oxytocin levels. So those are th some good ideas, too. It's just kind of crazy, partner. like, how different a situation can be when you have certain mindset. If you have a certain mm -hmm. mindset, it can be, like, super shitty. Yeah. Or if you kind of change your mindset, it can be kind of cool. Yeah. But it's like the same situation, but the only thing that's different is how you're approaching it and thinking about it. Right. For so sure. I think that it's important to, yeah, like not be like, woe is me, but like, just like, yeah, this is a fun. Not having a victim mindset. Yeah. Not have. yeah. I mean, with, yeah, anything in life. Um, yeah. But yeah. Cool. Well, is there anything else you want to say on this topic uh, as, you know, the partner adjusting to not being the only person that receives attention from the, from the mother or the transition from boy mm. to man or man to father or whatever, however you want to say? Hmm. Um, I guess not. No, I think that's, that's all I have to say about that. Anything else you want to ask me about this topic? I guess not. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Um, if you... Wrap it up. Thank you for joining us in yeah, this conversation. And uh, we've really been blessed with some amazing feedback from our podcasts that we've done so far. And, uh, if you are enjoying listening to the, the podcast, you are welcome to subscribe, share it with your friends. You can find us on Google play, Apple podcasts, Spotify. And, uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us about anything specifically, you can email me at love at ashleycarver.com and if you want to get a hold of Taylor or your partner does or whomever you can contact him at uh, Taylor at dark sky 
dot capital. It's my website, darksky.capital. Cool. And uh, yeah, thanks again. And go ahead and leave us a review if you'd like. And we look forward to talking with you again soon. Until next time. Peace.